Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and get yourself a 30-day free trial and a free audiobook. They have over 180,000 titles to from for iPhone and Android Kindle MP3 player. I got really fast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Jumbled, your favorite podcast about nothing. I'm Zach. I'm Johnny. Johnny, we are... Uh, right now, I know it's only 10 seconds into the podcast, but we're actually a solid 2 minutes and 20 seconds into this recording. We sure are. And uh, <laughs> you will know that at the end of the podcast, there will be a good amount of bloopers that, that I'm going to toss in. <laughs> <laughs> I do... I want to say right off the bat... If you don't like the sound of people eating or slurping or anything like that, you know, maybe like, you know, just have the podcast on in the background. Don't turn it off. You know, still listen. But maybe don't have your speaker right next to your ear because I have Jello, and I can't promise yeah, anything. He, and he's proven to not be very good at eating it. Yep. Sorry, my cat jumped up again. I always feel like there's a cat that's <laughs> that's in the podcast at some point. Oh god. Anyway, we're back, man. Cats and dogs, man. Cats and dogs, dude. I've got cat problems, you got dog problems. You just screamed at your at your animals. Whoa, let's not let's You I saw in the background you kicked one of them, man. <laughs> Fuck Zach. <laughs> no, you didn't you didn't <laughs> kick a dog. I didn't kick a no, dog. I, I didn't did. I didn't eat my cat, you know, we're we're good. I did give them a uh, peanut butter covered carrot, which I thought would distract them for more than thirty seconds. They licked. The, I was mistaken. They licked the peanut butter off. They left the carrot. No, I I think they just inhaled the carrots. Oh, nice. Because they they wasted no time getting through those things. <gasps> it happens, man. It happens. Yeah. Dogs. I'm in the bachelor life right now, you know. So I'm trying to multitask here, keep the dogs quiet. Sure, sure. And, uh, do the podcast. Yeah, you know. You know. It's uh try and help you guide jello into your face hole. <laughs> it's uh it's a process. It's a jello process. And uh Jello is pretty hard to eat, you know? Especially if you eat like me and you don't take normal sized bites, then there's just so much jello and it's so wiggly and Yeah, and it's hard to eat quietly. I I also think I do a really weird thing when I eat jello. Do you, do you, do you do this? Um, I usually take a bite of Jello and then I run it through my teeth to liquefy it again, and then I swallow it like juice. See, I take it a step. Is that weird? I take it a step further. I I swish it through my teeth, and then I spit it back out into my bowl, into a separate bowl actually, and then I put it back on the stove top and I boil it down. And I concentrate it again, and then I eat. I, 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 I chill it in the refrigerator again, and then I eat it again the second time. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's that's a process. It is. You know what? But it's... um. So that's not actually blue jello. It's just some weird bacterial growth from you uh, regurgitating yeah. your jello. Yeah, this jello was actually yellow. It was, ye- it was <laughs> yellow jello. Oh, well. And I've had poor dental hygiene. 
And so that's just sort of how I mean a jello out. rinse, just just like mouthwash. A jello right? you know what? That's what my dentist actually recommended. He said Oh he said yes. he said, you know, your teeth look great. They're really white, they're really sparkly. But what you could use is a bit of a jello rinse. And I said, uh, what? What's a jello rinse? And he basically just told me what I told you. Mm. Nothing says uh dental hygiene like rinsing aggressively with uh, sugar water and horse hoof. I think there's pig in it too, isn't there? I have no idea. I, I don't really read what's in my food. That's pretty bad to say, but... <laughs> I don't really read what's in my food, said most of America. I mean, I I more or less eat whole food, so I'm never that concerned. Yeah. But if I'm eating Jello, I know it's not going to be good for me. Yeah, I um I recently started watching on netflix it's a series of uh documentaries called rotten and well i saw those they were on my recommended yeah are they good um i you know i've only gotten through like three of them so far um or maybe it was just two and then the third one i fell asleep to i don't recall but one of them was about honey Mm -hmm. about the honey industry and how a lot of the honey that we have um, at least before 2008, I think it was, was all being impo- mostly being imported from China and mixed with a lot of other syrups. Mm. Um, yeah, I try to avoid Chinese vegetables. Yeah, and uh, I mean condiments, I guess, like that. Yeah, and so they were talking. Just... They were just talking about the um, the difficulty of the the honey business having to try to fight with Chinese manufacturing and them driving the cost down by mixing uh, just standard syrup with honey and, uh, and how a lot of people prior to 2000, I think, like like I said, I think it was 2008 were having stuff that they thought was honey, but actually it was, you know, a, it was a derivative. It was a syrup that was derived from rice is what they said. Hmm. So, yeah, that's the thing. And then the other one was about, let's see, it was honey, and then was the other one. Hmm, trying to remember, don't recall. It left me, but, um, but yeah, they were talking about like bees. Like, did you know that beekeepers like travel out to California on a yearly basis? <clears throat> For apparently, like, there's large amounts of uh, avocado, or not avocado, but uh almond trees Hmm. and they flower and the bees help to pollinate and they get paid to bring their hives there i guess that's pretty cool yeah i didn't know that i really like bees yeah they're 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 essential to our ecosystem and they're dying and people don't really care as much as they probably should fuck bees taking a stance classic classic american taking a stance Ultra American stance. Fuck bees. We don't need them. They're like mosquitoes. <laughs> seriously though, <Just> fatter. <laughs> the fat mosquitoes. What? Um. Seriously though, what? What are mosquitoes for? Is there like a a known reason for mosquitoes other than being eaten? Uh, I, I think it's just a food source. Yeah, like like bats. That's all. That, that's all they're good for, I guess. I don't know because they don't serve any purpose. Like sti- like eating blood and oftentimes they as we all know they carry disease Mm -hmm. so 
I'm not looking to get West Nile. You know what I'm saying? I know I got to mostly go to Africa for that, but still, you know, <laughs> makes me not want to go to Africa. You know, that and lions and all of the other creatures. I know, I, I know, hippos, I know. It's man, not. Tr- that's, what, that's what you need to be worried about. Yeah, hippos and and uh, and crocodiles. I know that it's not how it is, but my American brain always wants to think of Africa as just like a vast, like, like the Serengeti, just like tall grasses. I know that there are like, <laughs> I know there are cities and I know it's just, it's like any other country. Like there's vast, ex- like vast expanses of, of wilderness. And I know that there's civilization that happens in Africa, but for some reason it's like there's South Africa and then there's nothing until you get to like Egypt in my brain. I know that's not the case. I know it's not the case. Uh, I love that you can admit that it's your American brain. So, I mean, I can't fault you for that. <laughs> and you, so you don't think that way, Johnny? Um, I don't know if I have put as much thought into this situation as you have. Um, but, I mean, there are several countries within Africa, all of which have cities. Right. Them. And that's what I'm, that's so, what I'm saying. I know that it's... It's it's not yeah. correct at all, uh, you know. And I've never been to Africa, but I know that it's not just like a, it's not just open land. But typically, Westerners all we see of Africa is the safari. That's true. Landscape, right? That's true. I've never, yeah, like I said, I've never so been. So I can't can't blame you for that. Yeah, that's true. Have you ever been to Africa, Johnny? No, I had an opportunity to go, and I didn't go, and I regret it. Yeah, when was the opportunity? Uh, it would have been in 2010, 2011. It would have been with Scythe at Graceland. Oh, okay. Uh, formerly Scythe, now Enactus? Yes. Nice. That is true. Nice. Um, I, it's on my list. I would really like to go at some point. Um, maybe. There's a lot of traveling to do, a lot of other things to sure. do, and only so much money. That's definitely true. I think Africa might be like, it, it'd be pretty low on my list of places to go, probably. But, you know, like, I want to just go, it's mostly food-driven for places I want to go, you know? Mm-hmm. It, Italy. So what's on the list for you? I, like, I want to... Uh, I'm not a really big fan of Italian food. All right, guys, you just witnessed the collapse of this podcast, and uh, we no, had a... we got it. We're good. We're good. I got a test for you. Oh, okay. I thought I thought That's we another... were done because you didn't like uh, you didn't like Italian food, and I, I must have misheard because nobody nobody dislikes Italian <laughs> food, and uh... the only so the only Italian food well, well I shouldn't say Italian food. Uh, I'm not really a big pasta fan. Wait, wait, hold on. You just said pasta, so go ahead and address that. <laughs> uh, sorry, <laughs> I'm not a big pasta. Thank you for Americanizing fan. it. Thank you. Um, so the two there's two that I'll eat. Um, one is a uh, baked cannellini, and it's at my favorite little restaurant. Which I find it quite ironic that my favorite little restaurant is an Italian restaurant, but I don't like Italian food. Um, because they make amazing pizza, which I, who's Italian, I don't know, whatever. Um, <laughs> but they have the best Greek salad in the city, and I love Greek salad. 
Um, so if I am going to get pasta, I will go there and get big Hellini or I'll eat good old KD. Those are the only two. All right. Pastas that I'll, I'll really eat, you know? Okay, man. This is not my jam. I'm not down with the cart. I'm shrugging. You know? I'm doing a lot of shrugging right now. You know? Yeah. It's, you it's your you're, definitely, you're a happy little guy. I mean, I'm going to start calling you Bobby Brown because it's your prerogative to not like, <laughs> to not like, uh, uh pasta, but, um, pasta. pasta, but you know, I will fault you a little bit for it. Uh, you probably don't deserve it, but you know what? Screw it. I don't care. Um, so Johnny, you said you had a game for me earlier, and I responded with a gif of um, the dude from Saw. Can't remember his name right now. Yeah, saying you want to play a game, Jigsaw. Jigsaw, that's it. I responded with a gif of that, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm down, and I actually have some stuff for you later. Oh, shit. Okay, well, let's jump into this test. It's 19 questions. Oh, shit. Okay, is this going to be 30 minutes like last time? I have no <laughs> idea. It's a standard true or false. Okay. Um, if there's a dry one, I'll pass it. But some of these I'm generally interested in knowing your responses. We can we can always edit out the shit ones, dude. That's true. Um, so I'll just mute my microphone, and then you'll save yourself from there editing. There you go. um all right number one lightning never strikes in the same place true or false false correct it strikes in the same place quite a lot um if you cry in space the tears just stick to your face true you are correct um, if you can cut an earthworm in half, both halves can regrow their body. True. You are wrong. Oh, fuck. Only one half of the earthworm can regenerate. The other half dies a slow death. Dies, I, I guess. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, humans can distinguish between over a trillion different smells. True or false? One trillion? No way. It's actually true. Holy shit! I've I've never yeah, smelled. We got a good little sniffer. I've never smelled. I mean, except I've for never mine. smelled a trillion things in my life. Yeah. <laughs> You've heard my sniffer early. I can barely smell one thing. <laughs> um, adults have fewer bones than babies do. False. You are wrong. God damn it! I just knew that babies weren't born with patellas. That's what I was basing the whole thing on. All right. Well, here's a gimme. Napoleon Bonaparte was extremely short. True. Oh, you're wrong. Fuck. It says, even though he's widely believed to have been short, he was actually above average height for his time. I wonder why they depict him as being like this short little dude then. Well, that's probably how tall he was, but at the time that was average. Hmm. Goldfish only have a memory of three seconds. True or false? True. Wrong. Fuck. <laughs> How long is it? Yeah, okay. Actually, okay. 
It doesn't say it. It says that uh, legendary short memory is common belief, but it's been debunked repeatedly. Mm. They can actually remember things for quite a long time. Man. Um, ooh, this one's interesting. There are more cells of bacteria in your body than there are human cells. The gut is an interesting place. I'm going true. You are correct. Yeah. Your body has about 10 times as many bacterial cells yeah. than your own cells. Yeah. That's called the human biome, dude. That microbiome. Yeah. Um, your fingernails and hair keep growing after you die. False. That is correct. They really don't. And I know that because my wife used to be a funeral director and has oh, and has widely debunked all of the dead people myths. Like what? Um that well, not really debunked myths, but for instance, did you know that dead people in like an open casket memorial, they have little plastic little plates behind their eyelids that are inserted and then they super glue their eyelids shut. Oh yeah. To make it look like the eyes are still there, but your eye, your muscles relax for your ocular, for your sockets and your eyes sort of fall back into your head. So so they, that's crazy. Yeah. So they have to put in little plastic, uh, inserts and then super glue your eyes shut so that nobody can see them. Wow. And dead bodies often make noises. Yeah. I, I think I heard something about like that. Like little, cause <clears throat> you push the air through a voice box, through your voice box and it makes, yeah. you know, makes a noise. Just like gurgles and stuff. gurgles and actually like little moans and stuff like that. Yeah. Because the gases, because oh, the gases are always building, and they just find a way to release themselves. Sometimes strong enough to make a noise. Wow! Moving on, zombies. Zombies. That's how it all starts. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Um, birds are dinosaurs. True or false? Birds are dinosaurs. I'm gonna say, well, they're descendants. I don't think. I mean, they're not. Di- true. You are correct. Knew it. It costs the U.S. Mint more to make pennies and nickels than the coins are actually worth. True or false? Mm, probably true. Yep. Um, <laughs> Makes so this sense says of that. The, the U.S. taxpayers lost over $100 million in 2013 just through the coins being Screwed. made. Dude, we're getting just fucked. <laughs> If people want to place you guys are losing money while you're printing people money. Pe- it's amazing people want to blame donald trump for all our problems but honestly it's the u.s mint dude we're getting fucked yep um i mean that that could be another episode of conspiracy theories <laughs> there we go that we could we could do we could do a conspiracy themed uh bonus episode Ooh, i like it um Yep, there's my dogs. Looks like that carrot <laughs> definitely didn't make it, dude. You were right. No, I should have just thrown the whole bag in there. <laughs> just, just a bag of carrots for your dogs. <laughs> Al, oh man! Al comes are, back. Is like, bad. where's all? Where are all the carrots? And you're like, I had, I had uh, to keep the dogs quiet. 
for one hour. It didn't work. <laughs> I, I better be being like home invaded right now for how nuts he's going. <laughs> yep, it's not gonna stop, man. Do you think at this point it would be <laughs> it would be better to just deal with the sounds of a dog inside of the room that you're in, other than a rather than a barking dog? Uh, it depends. If they start play fighting, then no. Mm. Are we gonna cut this out? Are we just gonna let this roll? <gasps> symphony of my dog. Symphony of Symphony of my dog. Wow. Yep. He's a great singer. He uh, he sings regularly. Yeah. Anyways, water spirals down the plug hole in the opposite direction in the northern and southern hemispheres. The old Australia flush the toilet. It goes the other way. True. You're wrong. <laughs> I thought that was one of those. Uh, I thought that was one of those where sneaky. Yeah, ones? It was a, I thought it was a sneaky one where people have said no. that it's not true, but it, but it is. And I mean, I guess yeah. it. I guess it makes sense. Um, Buzz Aldrin was the first man to urinate on the moon. on the moon or just or just releases urine into a receptacle it says on the moon i don't know if that means literally urinating onto the moon soil i don't know how he could have done that is the thing you know what i'm saying like (laughs) if he put it in a bag and then came back out and then (laughs) what a bunch of dropped it what a bunch of work dude i'm gonna say i'm gonna say well you've got to figure that they had to pee while they were yep. up there. It's not an unrealistic scenario to find yourself in, if, should you be an astronaut Buzz on the moon. Aldrin. Uh, I'm good. You know what? I'm going to say true. Uh, you are correct. The <clears throat> second man to stand on the moon was the first to pee there. <laughs> and you know what? If we're supposed to take any cues from that, the moon is Buzz Aldrin's. Yeah, yeah. He owns <laughs> he it. He peed Mine? on it. <laughs> He peed on him, man. Yep. There's no no getting around that. That's that's law. <laughs> um, Twinkies have an infinite shelf life. False. True or false? You're correct. Uh, the official shelf life of a Twinkie is just 45 days. Yeah, that was that was the main thing I had an issue with with Zombieland. No, he was obsessed. He with just Twinkies. wanted to find a goddamn Twinkie, and it had been like a couple years, I think, that the zombies had been ravaging the earth yeah and he's just on this constant quest for twinkies and if he would have actually found like i know he eventually got a twinkie spoiler the whole movie is about <laughs> a dude trying to get a twinkie and he got one eventually you gotta love them twinkies but man. but that twinkie would have been mush by then dude and just like gross and moldy and not good man yeah if you want it bad enough yeah you'll do you it. know and i heard speaking of zombies getting off topic for a second there's i think it was a walking dead theory <clears throat> where they talked about how zombies eventually over time if you're to believe what the show is conveying they decay normally so eventually yeah, they would go they, away yeah eventually you would just not have any more zombies if you can outlive the zombies decaying then you outlive the zombie apocalypse and how long does it take for a human body to fully decay that's a good question just to get to the brainstem, enough to for the brainstem to decay and to the point where it can can no longer function, because that's the only thing that's driving that's a zombie. A good point. Which is 
which is interesting when you hit them in the forehead with a bat mm. and they die. I mean, there could be some damage to the brainstem, but that's not necessarily. Yeah. If you did like a downward, if you did like a downward hit with a baseball bat, like on the top of their head, it might compress enough to like shut, shut it, down. it down. Maybe, but yeah. like, yeah, I, th- I think you, I think we're on to something. What about the stabbing? They always stab them in the temples, and they die. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, yeah, I think we. I mean, we should. You know what? Me and Johnny are going to release a book where we just debunk all major zombie myths. With science. Well, first we got to find some zombies and take the science to yep. this. Hoop, so, hoop. Interesting. But I'm in, this is an episode idea. I like it. Deal. Uh, um, humans can't breathe and swallow at the same time. Babies can. What? Babies can. Interesting. Uh, it says yes. It's true. Humans can't breathe and swallow at the same time. Hmm. Well, like a- adult humans. Well, it just says humans, so I don't know. Hold on. Do you, babies Hold can on. breathe and swallow at the same yep. time. Breathe and eat at the same time. Hold on. I'm looking this up. This is a real time. Breathe and eat and breathe and swallow are two. Don't you have things. to swallow your food, Johnny? Well, you can breathe while you chew, stop breathing while you swallow. You're still eating. Hold on. Oh, hold on. Well, this yeah. is no, I don't I don't trust Qu- Quora or whatever that is. That doesn't that doesn't uh All right. nothing. Keep going. I'm going to keep checker, looking. Fact checker Phyllis. I'm going to keep looking. At... Um Okay, here's an interesting one. The popular image of Santa Claus, chubby bearded in a red and white clothes was invented by Coca-Cola for an ad campaign. True or false? True. Nope. God. You're wrong. God damn it. <laughs> uh. Um. Oh my god. Here's a good one to end. Are you ready? I'm ready. The owner of the company that makes segways died after accidentally driving his segway off a cliff. <laughs> True or false? There's no, there's no way. It's true. It's true. <laughs> really? He died in 2010 from his accident. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> that poor guy. It's sort of like, it's sort of like. Uh, have you ever seen the uh, the video of Mike Tyson on one of those little hoverboard things? Oh my god, and he, he fails. He so falls hard. on his back, and then it cuts to the meme of him, or the, the time where he's like, I broke my back. You ever seen that? Oh man, <laughs> yeah. so good. Oh man, poor Mike Tyson. Poor Mike Tyson, dude. Had it all. Uh, anyways, that's the end of that uh, fun little quiz arena. Oh man, that was a fun little. You did pretty good, Zach. You did pretty good. Yeah, you know. I, 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 I know some things. You know some things about some yes. things? Yes. Um, so I don't know how credible this source is, but it's from a website called wisegeek.com. We can just sort of roll with it. I'm down. This is for me? This is what you're giving me? No, man. This, no. I'm, 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 before I get to that, 
I'm getting to oh, if infants oh, can, can drink and breathe at the same time. Yeah. It says, Sorry, I'm jumping. It's all right. It says, infants can drink and breathe at the same time because of the way their larynx and hyoid bone are situated. When a baby is born, the larynx or voice box and the hyoid bone are situated higher up in the nasal cavity than in adults, which makes it possible for them to drink and breathe without aspirating or choking on liquids or foods. As they get older, it drops to the adult level, eventually settling about two vertebrae down. Did I tell you the time about how I knew that I couldn't breathe and drink at the same time? No, but I really want to hear this story. Um, I inhaled some purple Gatorade. <laughs> really don't recommend doing that. No. <laughs> um, I was coming inside after playing street hockey and I was real thirsty <laughs> And I was chugging this purple pa- the Gatorade. You decided to Kirby it up, dude. You decided to try to be and Kirby. I, and then I realized that I also needed to breathe, and I didn't make enough separation. <laughs> and I decided to breathe in while the bottle was connected to my lips. And uh, I sucked in a bunch of purple uh, Gatorade. And then every time I I could breathe, I could feel it bubbling in my lungs. How did Johnny die? Well... It was a very tragic accident. He breathed in his purple, purple Gatorade. Gatorade. <laughs> yeah, purple Gatorade pneumonia. Ooh, per- that that actually sounds delicious. Purple Gatorade I mean, pneumonia. When I coughed, like I, I could cough up, and it would have a little bit of the purple Gatorade taste. That wasn't a bad side effect, it's, I guess. It's not bad, dude. That's not bad at all. Well, I have um, I have a list of questions to ask you as well. These are these are meant to be conversation starters. We can we can okay. get through as many as you want, or as many as you as many as, as as we can get through, or feel like we should I'm move excited. through. Okay. Question number one. Let's see what you. Yep. What would be the most spectacular funeral that you could imagine? Oh my god! Um, like for myself, or just going? I think to it's one? just in general. It's open ended. Uh, what you can you, can, you know the the uh, I think it's pretty sure it's an Irish tradition. I'm trying to think of the the movie or the show that they had it, but they basically just get shit faced with the corpse for a night. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would I think that would be an experience. Dude, yeah. Um. Uh, I think you know when I die, I'd be down for my funeral to be like that. Feel free to pour booze all over me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um. Except, actually, I want to be cremated and then shoved into the keg of beer. Nice. And then everyone at my funeral ingests me. Dude, that's beautiful, dude. That's beautiful. And then I'll be with you for approximately 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would assume that I would absorb the nutrients from your from your ashes. That's and true. And then you would be uh, with me for however long that cell makes its way through my body um i you know what if i'm gonna answer this question which i will shortly i think uh keeping with uh funeral traditions i'd want to see a viking burial uh that was my my other one i would love to be just shoved out on a wooden floaty uh raft and then shot flaming arrows into me is it true by the way and i'm not gonna say uh the word that everybody's thinking i'm gonna say but is it true that the Inuit have um, 
the tradition where they just push somebody out on ice for some weird reason? Uh, that I don't know about, but I'm intrigued. Um, I would. I don't know. That's an interesting. You depending on where you are up yeah. there. Hmm. Okay. You. I mean. Yeah, I don't know. All right. How, it could be really difficult to bury a body in frozen ground. True. Um, true. Uh, question number two, Johnny. We we all know about your fast food love affair, but what is your fast yeah. food horror story? Hold up. Wait a minute. Let me put some Audible in it. Again, this podcast is brought to you by Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled. Get your free 30-day trial and a free audio book. Guys, we made it. Today, we're going to be talking about All These Worlds, book three of the Bobiverse. We've come a long way, guys. Bob has been floating through uh, space for about a century now. Um, and they've found enough planets to be able to populate the human species enough where it shouldn't go extinct, but that's not stopping the bad people. That doesn't stop the bad people. Bad people are looking for ways to be bad anyway. doesn't matter. You can't stop them. But he's going to try. Him and, I don't know, a bunch of other Bobs. You know, he's artificial intelligence, so Bobs come in packs now, all right? So, uh, again, this is narrated by Ray Porter. It's by Dennis Taylor. It's the third book uh, of the Bobiverse series and the final. Oh, guys. Oh, it's so sad. It's seven hours and 55 minutes long. So now you can, I mean, if you got, if you want to talk to your coworker for five minutes, you know, take your hour lunch and then, you know, the rest of the time, just listen to, uh, the Bobiverse, the, all these worlds. It's, it's perfect, you know? It's perfect, guys. There's not a better option for you. So again, head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled. Get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. Hey, thanks, guys. And enjoy. My fast food horse. We've all got one, man. Everybody's got a fast food. And everybody knows mine, where I where I ended up just pooping on the side of a DQBP. Was that from, was that from fast uh, food? It was direct, got... directly attributed to Hardy's Monster Burger. Yes. Uh, oh man, that sounds delicious. Um, I'd probably still eat it even knowing what it did to you. Uh, fast food horror story. Um, I don't think I have anything where it made me sick. Fast food horror story to me is when I get really excited because I treat myself to fast food every once in a while and then I do it big. So I build this up and I get an incredible meal and probably nine times out of the ten, they get it gets fucked up. Oh yeah. And if I don't check every time I get home and I open it and there's stuff missing, it's just devastating to me mm. because I build this up all week where I'm gonna have my one cheat meal, and I just want it to be perfect. Yeah. Um, and that's you know devastating. That's really probably not the answer you're no, looking for. No. Well, like I said, these are uh, all open ended. These are all. However you want to yeah. make them. If it's a horror story to you, if you have a recurring nightmare that your fucking Big Mac comes out without the special sauce on it, hey, you know, that's what it is. I mean, I don't eat Big Macs. That's amateur hour. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I'd be pissed if I ordered one and didn't have its sauce yeah, on it. you know. I'm just saying. So. Okay. But, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think I have a nightmare because uh, I typically eat everything. So, fair. Fair. And some consequences later i mean whatever <laughs> uh question number three 
What's something you've done that you would try to dissuade anyone from doing? Oh, man. So many things. <laughs> uh, Johnny, I'm going to let you know, we've got about 30 minutes left in this podcast. 30 so, minutes, all right. So here we go. Um, 30 minutes of Johnny telling you to not do shit that he's already done. <laughs> uh, I don't know if this really answers the question, but Al and I... We've talked about kids and if we want them or not and 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 what that, you know, would look like in our life. And then we talked about what kind of parents we'd want to be. Um, and me, obviously, growing up playing a lot of contact sports um, and combat sports and having some challenges with concussions and some of that post-concussion syndrome. Um, Al asked if, if I would let my our kids play football. And I had to really think about it because I loved playing football and I miss it a lot of the times um but it's so bad for your body in so many ways that uh even hockey honestly i don't i, I don't know if i would really push my kids to play those sports mm-hmm. i guess okay um, there are plenty of sports you know yeah that don't that don't involve you eating with yeah. your face yeah yeah i mean that's football's biggest issue right yeah um and it's one that they likely will never be able to figure out because your body's moving at a certain speed. If it comes to a sudden stop, your brain's smashing against your skull, and that's yeah, just all. There's it is. no way to there's no way to stop that, right? Right. So all all that all that helmets do is slow down the rate that you're hitting your head. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, at but the you're, speed. You're still you're still going from a speed to a dead stop. Right. Um, so that's, that's the issue. So I don't know if that's, I feel like I'm not being very entertaining on these questions. No, you would, um, you would dissuade people from playing uh, football because you've, uh, because you're dumb as rocks is what you're saying. Is that what you're saying? Basically. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I'll, I'll take that. Um, especially with all the studies coming out on CTE and how, how early they're starting to detect it now that they're yeah. finding ways to detect it without with people still being alive. And I mean, that's, that's a, applicable to even extreme sports. There's a lot of issues with that. Um, well, they say, skateboarding. they say a lot of that stems from even at starting at a young age, they have full contact football, you know, like yeah. pre high school. So like, you know, if, if if you're a kid and you're getting out there and you're smacking your head in, against stuff, I mean, it's even worse because you're not even done developing. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, and it just it yeah, it's the de the developmental delay there. Yeah, um, they're talking. Well, they have been doing. They changed the ages and concussion protocol for kids in in hockey mm -hmm. in Canada. Smart. And they're they're uh, constantly. Well, there's a catch twenty two to it. Mm -hmm. Um. They're constantly increasing the age when body checking comes into play. Mm. Um, the the issue that they're having is when they start implementing body checking too late, um, the kids are bigger and they're a lot faster. So they hit harder. And if they don't know how to check properly, it's really easy to, mm. to hurt someone Yeah, um, or to hurt yourself. Yeah. So it, it's, I think there obviously something needs to be done because the, the concussion issues in, in hockey um, aren't even always caused just by body checks. A lot of the times it's clipping someone and falling. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, it's an interesting debate with, there's a lot of 
uh, groundbreaking concussion research going on here, especially around minor hockey and the diehard hockey fans hate it because it, it, they see it as a disadvantage to our national hockey programs and the kids, they'll be, they'll just be a few steps behind. But at the same time, it's, you're, you're, you're putting the value of the sport, um, above, you know, kids livelihoods. So I don't, I don't really agree with that either. Yeah. So it's, it's a tough, a tough, uh, Debate. Meanwhile, in Russia, they're body checking at like the age of two. Like they just don't care. Pumping them full of steroids at the age of two. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Uh, I know that as an American, I talked about not really knowing too much about hockey, but that's one. That's like a sport I don't even think of when it comes to concussions. Like I don't know why. Like it's a very contact sport. Like it's mm-hmm. there's a lot of contact in hockey, and that should be like one of those sports that I'm like, oh yeah, there's probably a lot of a lot of concussions in, in hockey, but I just, you know, I, I think it is mostly yeah. because the spotlight right now is so much on the NFL with, you know, dealing with their concussions and, mm-hmm. and all the CTE stuff. So, yeah, there's, there's some similar things happening with, with NHL, um, especially with the enforcers, mm-hmm. which is a, a dying breed. I mean, the game has transitioned away from that. Explain what um, an enforcer is. I have no idea what that is. So an enforcer would be someone who's mediocre at best at hockey, okay, but can throw a really good hit and is not afraid to fight. So typically you would have, you know, Wayne Gretzky would have had an enforcer on his line. Oh, okay. It was someone that you knew that if you fucked with Wayne Gretzky, you were going to have to fight this guy. That oh. was his sole purpose was to protect Gretzky. Oh, okay. Um so I mean, enforcers are are definitely phasing out of of hockey. Yeah. Um. But there there is a lot of studies around. Um. I mean, concussions and fighting yeah. in hockey and and the impact of 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 that and talks about removing it from the game and and whatnot. Yeah. But I I think that's just probably a smaller contributor, um, to concussion issues than some other things in hockey that they could be doing. Yeah. Um, the, the sport basically suffers the same, the same issue as football and that equipment keeps getting better and better. Um, so you, uh, you hit harder and faster, yeah. um, because you don't feel the hit as much. Yeah. Um, and you see that a lot with hockey with elbow pads that used to be a pad and, and some, some leather basically. Um, and now it's, you know, Kevlar carbon fiber rock hard. So you, you wow. hit someone with your elbow and you don't feel it on your elbow but if that clips someone in the side of the face, it's going to get hit with a baseball bat, right? Um, and it's the same thing with football and helmets. When they, as soon as they put face masks on helmets, I mean, concussions go up because you're you're taught to use your head as a as a tool for a tackle, right? Yeah. Um, so it's it's equipment issue. It's I mean, a human evolution. We're just so much bigger and faster and stronger than we've ever been. It's true. Um, so that all that stuff kind of compounds into uh, a more a more serious problem for that little squishy brain of ours. Yeah, yeah. So just don't. I mean, I don't want to say don't play contact sports because I love watching it. I just know that <laughs> I just know that playing it's not the best thing for you. So I think I think it's you know every parent would say no. I don't want my kids to play it. But at a certain age, like if they were like, hey, look, I understand the. I understand what can happen, you know. Yeah. I I'm willing to take a risk because I want to try it out, I want to play it, you know. 
you also have to let your kids experience life, even if that puts themselves in the risk in the line of, of getting hurt. You know, you want to protect your kids, but you also want to let them, let them live their life. You know what I'm saying? So it's not easy. I mean, I, I had to face that. I had to make that decision myself. I almost lost my eye in sixth grade. Um, like I hit in the eye with a hockey puck. Um, and it basically almost exploded my eye. Holy shit. So for the longest time, they didn't know if I was going to be able to play contact sports because I could, if I jarred my head too hard, it could cause my eyes pressure to go up and essentially explode my eye. Um, and when football was coming around and I really wanted to play, um, in high school, that was a conversation that, you know, I had to have with my doctor and my and my parents and stuff was that there's a higher risk and seeing how my eye would react. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I had played some other sports in between mm-hmm. and didn't have too many issues. Um, but I mean, it was, it was a risk that I could lose my right eye if something bad were to happen. Wow. It didn't. And I've haven't had problems since that actual initial incident. Um, but it, it is something that, you know, I, I can understand that at least from a, a kid's perspective of wanting to play that sport, not caring about, about the outcomes, um, being 30 now and having been playing or doing some kind of contact and still doing contact sports. Um, there are definitely days where I kind of wish I took up tennis or something. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I think you're a little bit too big for tennis though. You know, if they saw yeah, you playing, yeah. it'd be like you holding, uh, you know, a ping pong paddle or something, your giant bear paw, you know, it's like, I don't, <laughs> I definitely do not have a tennis player's body. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't regret it. And I still do contact sports now. There you go. Um, but, uh, there's, there's definitely parts of me that are still paying are paying for that. So, sure. You know, all right. All right. Let's see. Uh, Along those lines, I'm going to skip over one of these because this one's very appropriate. Uh, what game do you dominate when you play it? I think we all know the answer. I think Joe knows the answer. Um, and, you know, we never got to really figure out if it was true or not at Homecoming. But Oh, yeah. I mean, it's definitely ping pong. Um, I, uh, I have no, I'm no concerns about just dumping all over um, Joe um in ping pong but one thing that i i i actually am really good at is uh risk oh yeah um and i have not lost very many games in person of risk um and i used to play it so much um especially when the ipad first came out and i could play it on the ipad yeah um i would play play that shit on extreme difficulty and still win wow so you're I don't I don't know what it is about that game it just So you're it connects with You're me. not taking a risk when you play risk is what I'm understanding. No. I I am fairly confident in 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 a risk battle with with most people. All right. Um but I will say when I play with people I I also take the psychological edge and just fuck with people's heads. You know what? That makes um, a lot of sense. That makes a lot <laughs> makes a lot of sense. But I still win when you can't do that when you play against the computer. Um, so having both those skill sets and being kind of lame and, and looking up a couple of strategies, um, I have two kind of go-to routes to play. Sure. Um, depending on how the board's unfolding. But uh, but yeah, other than that, uh, ping pong, um, dominate the shit out of Joe and ping pong. Open invitation. Right. For, and I, 
for him to come. I really hope I really hope that happens one day, and I really hope that Joe would still be okay with us documenting this um, in some uh, way, forever. shape, or form for the podcast. Um, but we shall see. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, what is the most important file on your computer? Um, right now, I would probably say our wedding budget. Okay. Or the wedding invite list. Um, I mean, those are at least the two most looked at right sure. now. Um, mostly because, oh, I did send American save the date. So yours should be there. Ooh. It should have, it should have been there by now, actually. Um, I'll see if it came yeah, in I would the say mail those, or... those are probably the, like the two things that if they got deleted, I'd be pretty upset about. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's about it really. What's the, uh, what's the longest amount of time you've been awake? Like the longest span of time. Uh, like three and a half days, I think it was three and a half days. Yeah, it was holy senior year at Graceland. Wally has some pretty funny uh, stories. So I had developed some issues with insomnia. Oh my god, dude! Um, where yeah, I was I was not sleeping regularly, and poor Wally had to deal with that. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh! But let me tell you, three days of no sleeping, and you start doing micro dreams and hallucinations. It's a pretty good trip. All right, man. If you can, if you can force yourself to to get there, it's a it's a good ride. You know what? I think I've probably I've probably gone past the point where I could force myself to stay awake for three day, three and a half days. I don't think that <laughs> I think that I would fall asleep doing something. Like I would, you know, even if I was like working out or something, you know, I'd just. Well, that's that's the thing with the micro dreams is you you could be in the middle of having a conversation with someone and your eyes are open and subconscious or you know your conscious shuts down basically as if you're dreaming but you're you're there so you kind of come in and out of consciousness but i don't know it's really that's weird. nuts it's really trippy well maybe it's maybe, I, don't maybe really... I will have to try that you know what i imagine as a parent though if you have 10 minutes of quiet you're trying to catch some, some absolutely sleep. dude i'm I, i've i have developed the ability to hit the snooze button like four or five times like just snooze it nine minutes, great. Nine more minutes, sweet. I just I snooze yeah. it until it's almost too late, and then I have to rush to get out the door. I I never used to be a snooze guy. I, I I'm actually in theory quite against hitting the snooze button, um, but the past probably three months, I have been since winter hit. I've been really bad at not getting up as early as I'd like to in the mornings and having a more relaxed. I don't rush myself, but I typically would like getting up and working out mm-hmm. and having coffee and reading the news, getting dressed. Um, but now I've been hitting that snooze or stretching it out as much as I can. So. Mm. Yeah, I used to be. It used to be like my alarm went off, and then it's like you see in any any movie where it's like somebody wakes up and they're like just like perfectly starting their day. You know, like alarm, boop, you smack it, and then like. You're up. You throw the covers off and you like do a little ninja kick out of your bed and like. Yeah, I don't think I've ever gotten out of bed that happy or that that refreshed. <laughs> what is that like? I don't know. There's and how do you get to that? 
Is that a real thing? I, I think you have to like sleep like a minimum of like fifteen hours, and then you can and then you can do that. But then you you oversleep, and then you're probably groggy and tired. You know, it's like you gotta hit you gotta hit the right point. You know. Yeah, that's probably that cool eight hours. Yeah, know? yeah. At this point, I you know seven seven and a half would probably be sufficient. I mean, seven and a half is pretty yeah, not good. bad. I think that's more than the the national average for both our countries. Probably probably i think it sits around six or something. yeah that's unfortunate man all these tired people you guys need to take a nap um what would you do if you woke up tomorrow and it was 13 years in the past and you were your younger self but you had your current memories and experiences if i could restart from 13 years 13 ago? years in the past but you know everything you know now so that would have been 2005 so that would have been the year i graduated high school there you go this is a very apropos question then oh man um man, i don't know that's tough because i had a decent job at a high school so i was working in the trade so um i probably would have bought less dumb shit. Um, I definitely would have made a lot of the same mistakes that I've made with project cars. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. If I was as smart as I was now, I, I don't know. That's tough. I've always thought about having done more in school. Mm-hmm. Like I, I mean, going to, going to grad school was always, on my plan and then i just decided i didn't want yeah. to do that so i did really well in university and i don't know um if i i mean i think that'd be if it could be 15 years yeah i maybe would have done better in high school so i could go to university earlier just get that ball gotcha. rolling ahead of schedule yeah. you know um but 2005 i don't know i made some good decisions 2005 i yeah, graduated man. That's a good decision. Um, had a decent yeah. job. I think if I were going to uh, change anything, I'd probably tell myself, "Hey, you don't, you don't want to be in a long distance relationship for two years of your college." Oh uh, yeah, that'd be a good one. Um, you know what I would do differently? I wouldn't have worked out so hard or tried to get so big where I've destroyed all the joints in my body. That's what I would have oh, done. Oh, okay. Definitely. It would have been, you know, hey, John, you don't need to be the Hulk. Be Ryan Reynolds. It's true. You, you can know? just be svelte, dude. Yeah, that's that's what that's what I would change. Things that you don't, that I, oh, let's go back. Things that I would tell people not to do. Mm-hmm. There is no need to bench more than 225 pounds. Okay. Anything more than that is just I would, uh, unnecessary. So you're you're more of yeah. a you're more of a lightweight max rep sort of guy or well I I've transitioned to that now because my body's right that's but that's what I'm saying shit. you're not you're um, not like a, a like a max weight you know one rep kind of no I was so so obsessed with my one rep maxes and all the key lifts um, and I I sacrificed everything I could to get those up and again then you start you know tearing ligaments yeah and uh, now now i'll never be that strong or even close to so i've had to adjust but uh you know that's okay yeah you do that's what it was good while it lasted yeah alanis morissette told me that i live and i learn so that was (laughs) 
Somebody will get that. Um, let's see here. Give me one more. One, more. Me one more. Let me look. Um, ooh, that's a good one. Ooh, that's a really good one. Oh gosh. Um, you got to save these. Yeah, I'm, back. I'm, I'm going. I'm definitely going to save these because there's more. Um, I'm going to say, what piece of tech do you hope is invented in your lifetime? Um, man. I, I mean, I'd be really happy if my Wi-Fi just worked consistently. Um, <laughs> Get a better router, dude. And I have a you got to invest in your routers, dude. What What's the brand? What's I the did. What's the? I got a booster. I don't know what it is. Well, I if you don't know, know, then it's not good. Ah, oh, Zach, you know this isn't my jam. <laughs> um, I like the idea of. I'm really intrigued by VR and where that's going. Okay. Um, I, I experimented with VR for the first time a couple of weeks ago and it was mind blowing even at the stages that mm-hmm. it's at now. Um, but, uh, I think VR would be cool. I'm not looking forward to automated cars or to electric cars. I think all that's stupid. Mm. Um, I mean, that's not necessarily true, but the, the, uh, the petro head in me is not wanting to give that up. I hear you. Um, but, uh, technology you know what would be really sweet um i would love for people to understand immunization technology um so they would you know get vaccinations um and i would love for there to be do do, you see the matt damon movie um elysium they have this cool body scanner that scans you and tells you what's yeah. wrong and then can genetically I feel fix like it. I, did see it. I mean, that would be incredible. And like everyone had their own personal doctor in their house. So it was like, Oh, I have cancer. It tells you, and then it fixes it for you. Huh. And it's like, Oh, you have diabetes. Oh, it erases it for you. Oh, you have this broken bone. It's now fixed. Um, hmm. yeah. Basically making people live forever. Um, but yeah, that would be, that would be pretty sweet. I think healthcare advances to make it more accessible. Um, for for all populations uh i would say we could start with america america in general. <laughs> uh yeah um but uh that i don't i don't know i like, i enjoy technology but i don't really stay up to date with it as much as That's i fair. used to um i don't know why what, what, what would be something you'd want to see you know you talked about vr i don't know i don't know if vr will take off as much but i know that AR seems really cool. Um, it's AR augmented rea- reality, so it's just using your surroundings, but then placing things in your oh, surroundings yeah, yeah. to interact with them. And it doesn't even have to be games. It could be like you know, uh, like like a map. Like if you're if you need walking directions to a local coffee shop, you know, you, it'll draw a little path out ahead of you. And it'll lead you to the coffee that's shop. Cool. So, like, I, you know, I, I think, I think that's more realistically going to be implemented uh, rather than VR because VR still in my head seems a little bit gimmicky, and maybe it's just because I haven't really done anything with it. But it sort of seems like I think I think it's definitely still gimmicky. Don't like it, I mean it's pretty it's sort of like game yeah, focused. and it's sort of like seeing a three D movie to me. Like even like. I don't need to see a 3D movie. Like I, 
I've never needed to see a 3D movie, and they've tried to make a comeback in recent years, and it still feels as gimmicky as it did the first time I saw a 3D movie. So, like, I think that VR, I mean, unless they, like, really up the the power and the real the you know realism of it i think it's just it's going to be sort of stuck in this gimmicky cycle whereas you're going to see ar sort of take a bigger step you're already sort of seeing it with like um with the iphone like they implemented like they call it ar kit so like they with the new iphones you can do augmented reality like are just pretty much built into the phone. Like the app, de- the app developers what? have to have to make. How do I so, do this? Um, I'm trying to think of a. I there there's some there's camera settings, and it might not be. I I would have to look it up more. I know they they demoed it at a keynote, um, but I don't know exactly what what they did. But there were, like, a lot of game developers who would basically, like, you have a table. You have, like, a just a blank table or just, like, an empty table sitting in front of you. And then you point your phone at the table and it builds a map, like, of a little city or something that exists on this table. And then, you know, you can move around the city and there's people walking. And um, I feel like there's a lot more... Um, a lot more that could be done with AR. And I would like to see that implemented more. If we're being like pie in the sky sort of dreams for technology, I would like to see some mm. sort of uh, uh, teleportation of some sort. Oh, yeah. Teleportation would be really but nice. I don't know. that. The... Yeah, transportation technology. That would be cool. Just to make the world a little more Yeah, because, I mean, how cool would it, would it be to just be like, you know what, I'm going to... Just zip on over to, you know, see some friend. We could do this podcast Dude, live. How, how every, sweet would that you know, be? You step on side. your little teleporter and you just boom. You just. All right, what time are we recording? All right, it takes me five minutes to get there, through the through all the cables and all that. <laughs> are you conscious through the cables? See, that's that the thing sad. that I'm that I'm most concerned about is like, can I if I can be recreated on the other side? Does my consciousness come with me, or am I left on the other side, just a sort of, just a vegetable? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Would you Would you do the teleportation if doing it was five minutes of pure agony, basically every cell of your body Ooh, being burnt and copied? Johnny, you, good question. You show up. You show up in. You know wherever you your destination is, but like five minutes of being burned alive. But you're not any worse for wear when you arrive. No. You get there and the pain is gone. No, no, la- all you have is the memory of the pain, but no <laughs> lasting effects. I love this question, man. Oh, that's <laughs> such a good question, Johnny. I I think it would really depend on what I was going to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there would have to be, I think that would make it a little bit harder for me to make a decision to do teleportation. But like, if I was, if there was like a once in a lifetime sort of thing that was happening or, you know, like I would, I would undergo some severe pain if like you're on your deathbed or like hurt severely or something like I got to be there, you know, like I'll endure it. But 
Uh, dude, that's a great question. What about you? Would you I, w- I would in certain instances. I mean, it's five minutes, so. Yeah. I don't know. So the, the, the phase two of that is, would you, would you do it with your kids? Okay. Can we, can we rephrase that? Can we rephrase that question? (laughs) Would you teleport your kids? No, probably not. If, if it was, okay, Zach, this is this new teleport technology. I don't think I could go anywhere you want in the world for free. I don't think I could. But there's some tingling that happens. I don't think I could live with myself because yeah, that's a tough one. Before you would put your kids in, they'd be like, "Oh, teleportation." I'd be like, "Oh, well, it's not so great," you know. And you let them know, and then you put them through the teleportation, and then on the other side, they remember the pain that they went through, and you were the reason. And so now they yeah, look. That's true. Now they look at you as being, as being like the reason they were put through some pain and I don't, I wouldn't want to deal with that. Yeah. That's, that's, that's completely, that's fair. I, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I would, I mean, five minutes can be a real long time. Um, and how long is, how long is 40 hours on an airplane? That's true. And how long is five minutes when you're, you know, does time exist on the same spectrum when you're, Oh, when you're what if it feels like an eternity dude that's what i'm saying what if that level of consciousness is stuck in that pain for eternity or what if it's like what if it's a cellular like all the pain is on a cellular level so you feel like the pain not just like it's you know if i cut my finger you know, I'm feeling the pain from my finger. But if it's like each cell in your body has to be transported to another place. So am I feeling the total pain from all of my cells being burned? Because that, because yeah. it's sort of like a, a, com- all at once. A, a compounding sort of more intense pain. I don't know. That'd be nuts. That's a dude. scary. That's a scary question. Though I imagine that's what any kind of teleportation is. It's cell deconstruction and copy, and then, yeah, and then three D printing yourself on the other side. Yeah, I'm mostly just concerned about mentally how that how that sort of works, or what the hell. I mean, that's what's how that's is a it? philosophy question, right? Is yeah. is it actually you? Yeah, your it's original true. cells die. It's true. Right, so I don't know. This we should, we can dig into this uh, a little bit deeper on our next episode Ooh, of man. Jumbled. I need to definitely bookmark this page after we're done because there are, there are some more questions. I oh man, I could squeeze out some like an entire new episode, dude. Oh, I'm so. Oh man, I can't wait for next week now. I'm so excited! I love these questions. Ask me all the questions, Zach. <laughs> right now, uh, no, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> We'll ask them next time. I don't even know what one of these means, but we'll we'll trip over that whenever we get to it. Um, you know what, Johnny? Sounds good. We are at 107, man. We did it. With a it. little bit of awkward silence with my dogs, but, you know, that's all right. That's okay. You know, nobody said this podcast is going to be clean. We didn't promise anything to anybody. Speaking of uh, other people, hey, we've got a, we got a Patreon page. Head over to patreon.com slash jumbled uh, and give if you want to. We did. We have added a couple perks. 
Um, and there are talks of other perks. Um, so basically what we have on there right now is we've got just a $1 bid and we're just going to, we'll think about you when we have our private moments, um, alone. And, uh, and so, yeah, that there's that. And then, uh, $5 gets you a five by seven of me, Johnny and Joe. And, uh, and you can just sort of put it on your refrigerator or, you know, wherever, wherever you feel yep. comfortable, use it as a bookmark, whatever you want to do. Um, and then we don't know where this one's going to fall yet, but we're thinking, uh, at a certain price point, uh, for donations, we will release an additional shorter episode uh, weekly. Yeah, probably a lot more exposing. Yeah, well, probably on a monthly basis. You think? Yeah, it'll be it'll be a monthly basis. Uh, so yeah, it'll be there'll be an, another episode, uh, additional episode. It'll uh, be me and Zach getting incredibly wasted, oh, just dude. talking about the worst things possible what once a, a month. What a great idea. A sh- a shit show fest. And uh, uh, the added benefit is that this uh, this audio will only exist on Patreon. This won't this won't exist. Uh, we're not going to put it on our RSS feed. It's not getting yeah. uploaded to iTunes. It's only going to exist out there on Patreon. So if that sounds like something you guys would want, uh, shoot us a tweet, shoot us a message, let us know that'd be something that you would uh, you would like to have. Um, it's probably still something that we'll offer. We just got to figure out where it's going to sit in our price point for our perks. Yeah. For uh, for every new new Patreon that we get, Zach will take one shot per dollar before every episode. Oh my god, dude! No, because <laughs> eventually, eventually we're going to get massive, and I'm just going to die of alcohol poisoning. And then the next week's going to be a very somber episode, and you're going to say, "Well." No, it's going to be a Viking Irish funeral where we're going to cover you in booze and then ship you out into a river somewhere and light your ass on fire. Full circle, dude. I like I like That's how beautiful. you I like how you did it's that. It's beautiful. Um so yeah, again, head over to Patreon, patreon.com/jumbled. Uh feel free to donate if you like. We're on uh Google Play Music, we're on SoundCloud, we're on player.fm, we're on Stitcher, and of course we're on iTunes. Head over to iTunes even if you ha- don't have an I- Apple ID, make one. And then give us a rating and review. We'd really appreciate it. Um, we are on all social media at Jumbled Podcast. Uh, we are... Uh, you can reach out to us uh, via email, jumbledpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, thanks again to our sponsor, Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled. Get yourself a free 30-day trial and a free audio book. Johnny's doing some head bobbles. It's really cute. And uh, <laughs> I wish I could just turn that into a GIF, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, so get go get your free audiobook, uh, and you're welcome for that. And uh, don't say we never did anything for you. Anyway, uh, that's gonna um, that's gonna wrap it up for this week's episode of Jumbled, guys. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week for another episode of Jumbled, your favorite podcast about nothing. About nothing, Johnny. You Nailed gotta it. you you gotta start answering quicker, there, bud. Oh, I gotta be. I'm sorry. I'm working on it. You know, working on it. So I'm saying. Hey, we're all a work in progress. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Ooh, baby, I love the snowball.
<laughs> hey, should I just eat this? Should I just eat this Jello very slowly through the whole podcast? And like right, right next to the mic. Dude. You should actually just record that really well, and then just message it to Joe. Uh. <laughs> this goddamn podcast, dude! It's already just... off. It's already off the rails, man. Radio silence for a second, okay? Oh, God damn it, I dropped the fucking jello. Hold on. I gotta lick it off my table real quick. Yeah, I'm despicable. Mm. Are you, I hope you're still recording. I am. How beautiful. Of course I am. <laughs> Holy shit, John, Johnny just drove away on a on a motorbike.